gang, John Syed here. Well, I had a conversation recently with somebody who asked me this question. They said, how is it possible that you and George started the company in the Great Recession, the worst economy since the Great Depression, and it succeeded to the level that it has, that you could create the number one office in the world for the most recognized brand in real estate? And I said, you know, that's a very interesting question. And I said, it's a pretty simple answer. We really just put together a list of things that successful people should do, that they do do, that people who want to be successful should do in order to really replicate the success of those who are at the top of their profession. So that's what we did. We put together what's called the 12 Steps to the Summit of Success. And the 12 Steps to the Summit of Success, gang, is nothing more than the checklist that, for example, a pilot uses to ensure that the plane is ready to go to take off to successfully get the passengers from one destination to the next and to do that consistently over and over and over again. In other words, to provide predictability and duplication of outcome. So, gang, if you're having a hard time getting predictability and duplication of the outcomes that you want in real estate, my suggestion is that you take a look at the 12 steps to the summit of success. And what I would probably surmise is that it may be that you're falling short on one or some, if not all, of these 12 steps. And if you'll actually take a look at them and then make certain you're implementing them on a daily basis, that you're going to get the results that you want over time. It's not a question of if, it's only a question of when. So let me just very quickly review these 12 steps. We're not going to be able to go into each one of them in great detail, but I at least want to make certain that you're aware of the 12 steps and then really check this against what you're doing on a daily basis. So the statement just simply reads this, that it's a 12-step formula with minimum standards. That's what it is, minimum standards, which when followed with exactness in a positive environment guarantees 24-plus transactions annually and unprecedented personal growth and achievement. So the first item is this, I dedicate one hour daily towards building and protecting my self-confidence. Are you doing that? Are you taking the time every day to build your self-confidence? See, the number one thing that we can do to ensure our success is to have the mindset that permits us to be successful. Do you believe that you can be, that you are going to be? Are you confident? Do you have the confidence that's necessary to help the prospects, your potential buyers and sellers, to be confident in you to lead them through one of the most challenging transactions they'll ever be involved in? Do you dedicate one hour daily towards building and protecting your self-confidence? Reading, watching, listening to, associating with the right people, and participating in the things that are going to build your self-confidence. The second thing is this, that I'm going to practice and internalize my sales skills for a minimum of one hour each day. See, gang, the number one thing that we can do in this business to be successful in terms of our skill sets is to learn how to communicate effectively. Those who are highly successful in real estate communicate more often with people and do it with greater skill. So my question for you is, are you practicing your number one skill set, which is the skill set of communication with people, to lead them in a way that inspires them, that motivates them, that helps them to feel safe and confident in this transaction that they're going to uh, engage in? It is a very scary process to sell a home. It's a very scary process to buy a home. They absolutely need a confident leader, one who can communicate in a way that instills a sense of confidence in them. The third thing is this. I contact my sphere of influence by mail, by phone, and or in person, and be by email quarterly. Look, gang, what comes to mind when I, when I read that statement is this. Do you have the business maturity to respect the relationships that you already have? See, most real estate agents neglect the people they already know. They don't reach out to them on a consistent basis. And because they don't, 
oftentimes they miss out on opportunities that they would otherwise have with those people, but also with the people that those people know. So what we know is that follow-up is exceptionally critical. Are you reaching out to your sphere of influence and maintaining and building those relationships, calling them once a quarter, person to person, over the phone, and having a conversation with them, checking in with them? Are you sending them something through the U.S. Postal Service on a quarterly basis, something of value, updating them on what the market's doing currently as compared to the previous quarter? Are you sending them something through email on a monthly basis, updating them on what's happening in the marketplace? And are you having two to three client appreciation events every year that allows you to connect with them and reconnect with them? And then are you posting you know, two to three things consistently on social media to maintain your relevance, to keep yourself in front of them so that they know that you're active and you're doing things in the business of real estate. This is exceptionally critical, having the business maturity to build those relationships and to maintain them. The fourth thing is this, I make 150 plus contacts per week, 30 plus per day by phone and or in person. Gang, real estate is a direct sales business. It is not a retail business. If you're going to be successful, you have to take the initiative to reach out to people. Because what we know is that in most cases, they're not going to reach out to you. When I say most cases, most opportunities are not going to present themselves to you. You've got to go out and find those opportunities. Are you con- are you consistently, proactively reaching out to people and creating the opportunities to help them buy and sell real estate? Number five, I follow up with all of my qualified leads daily. This is what I would say relative to follow up. 75% of your opportunity in the business of real estate is only going to be available to you if you make those follow up calls. The fact is the vast majority of business for you, the selling, uh, the, the listers who are going to sell and the buyers who are going to buy, you're going to have to reach out to them three, four, five, six, seven times before they agree to meet with you and sign a contract to help them buy and sell real estate. Statistics show that. So don't ignore the statistics, the truth, the facts. Just simply comply, follow the rules, and be successful. Number seven, or number six rather, I set five plus new appointments per week with buyers or sellers. Do you wake up every day with this intention, having this in mind? I'm waking up today with the intention of I'm going to set one appointment today, just one, with a buyer or a seller, somebody who is interested in possibly, just possibly, buying or selling real estate. Do you wake up with that intention? See, gang, if you woke up with that intention and you actually work towards it every single day, imagine what could be accomplished if you didn't even set one appointment a day, but you set one or two a week, what that would look like over the course of a year. You would be wildly successful. So do you wake up with the intention of setting one appointment every day? Number seven, I completely pre-qualify 100% of my appointments. Gosh, gang, that is so important to today's marketplace, especially as it relates to working with buyers. Are you working with buyers who are truly pre-qualified, not only financially, but pre-qualified with you in terms of they've answered the questions that you know they are correctly motivated, that they have the right perspective and they are realistic about what's going on in today's marketplace. Buyers will put you out of business in a normal market. In this market, they will destroy your life. (laughs) Don't let that happen. Only work with people who are highly qualified and are going to follow your lead and do what it takes to actually get a home in today's market. And if they're not willing to do that, move on and find the people who will. And then number eight, I have an appointments to attended listing taken ratio of at least 50% or greater. That really speaks to the fact of skill sets, gang. The greater your skill set of communication, 
the greater your chance of actually getting a listing or a buyer to sign a buyer broker agreement when you sit down with them. Are you practicing your skills enough? A minimum of a 50% ratio of every time you go out, they sign an agreement. That comes from you practicing your skills over and over again of closing, of building value, of overcoming objections. It's absolutely critical for your success in the business of real estate. Number nine, I call on my sellers weekly and reduce all listings every three weeks, a minimum of 5%. That is something that's typically important in a normal market. In this market, gang, if you've got a listing that has to be reduced in price, I I, I got a question for you. What are you doing? I know that in this market, that's usually not the case. But, gang, it's important that you have a pricing strategy, even in a market where sales are happening as quickly as they are. So are you calling your sellers weekly and communicating with them and letting them know what's going on? The number one complaint that buyers and sellers have of real estate agents is they don't hear from their agents often enough. So are you calling your people at least on a weekly basis and updating them as to what you're doing to keep them involved and engaged in the process so they don't get frustrated? Number 10, I sell 75% or more of my listing inventory. That speaks to a pricing strategy making certain that, first of all, you're not going to take overpriced listings. And when you do take a listing and it's not selling in the time frame that an average home should sell in the current marketplace, whatever that current market is, whatever it looks like, is that you have a strategy to reduce that price. Do you have a pricing strategy? If you don't, make certain you incorporate one and you explain it to people when you sit down with them to list their home. It's absolutely critical. And then number 11, I will return every sign, call, and contact every buyer lead within two hours of inquiry. Well, gang, that probably should be updated. Two hours, within two hours, that's, I mean, the lead's dead at that point. You should be calling them back within a minimum of, uh, I mean, right then, as soon as you get the lead, but no more than 10 minutes, because after that, it's very likely that they've moved on and gotten an answer from somebody else, especially in this market. So are you returning your calls, the the, the web calls, the lead calls, the, the sign calls, the, the uh, sphere of influence leads that you're given, are you returning those calls as quickly as possible? Because if you don't, especially in this market, you're going to lose the opportunities. And then finally, number 12, I only work with highly qualified buyers who've been pre-qualified with a mortgage lender and have signed a buyer broker agreement. Now, we've already talked about pre-qualifying, especially your buyers, but that last statement is exceptionally important. And signed a buyer broker agreement. Gang, let me ask you a question. Would you Work with a seller and put their home on the market and not have them sign a listing agreement. And, of course, the answer is no, you wouldn't. You never have and you never would. And yet agents will consistently work with buyers without having them sign a buyer-broker agreement. Now, let me ask you this question. How many of you have done that, worked with a buyer where they didn't sign a buyer-broker agreement, they ended up finding a home and working with another agent, and you were left unprotected and you didn't get paid for all the work that you did? If you're in the business long enough and you're not getting buyer broker agreements signed, I know that's happened to you. If you want that to stop, especially in today's market where it's a there's a higher risk of that happening, then get them to sign the buyer broker agreement. And if they're not willing to do that, then don't work with them. Because if they're not willing to follow your process, they're not going to get a home in this market. They're end up going to be frustrated with you and you're going to be the bad guy or the bad gal. So don't do that. So remember, success is nothing more than doing what other people who have done it before you do, mimic their behavior. That's what this is, the 12 steps to the summit of success. It's the behavior of successful people. Do these things and you too will be successful. Give these things some thought and as usual, I'll see you at the top.